Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Corva Coleman. The House of Representatives has overwhelmingly passed a tax package. It couples business taxes and credits with a temporary expansion of the child tax credit. The child tax credit is not as generous as an earlier one during the pandemic. Analysts say that one lifted three million children out of poverty. But Illinois Democrat Danny Davis is backing the bill. You know, I've been told that a half a loaf is better than none. But this isn't even a half a loaf. But I'm going to vote for it because our families and businesses need help. Kentucky Republican Congressman Thomas Massey voted against the bill. There's something in this bill called tax credits, but they're also called refundable. So what is a refundable tax credit? It's welfare by a different name. The Senate has not yet scheduled a vote on the tax bill, although Senate Democrats generally support it. A Senate committee grilled leaders of several big tech companies yesterday. Lawmakers say they aren't doing enough to protect children online. Meta chief Mark Zuckerberg, creator of Facebook, turned to apologize to parents watching in the audience whose children have been exploited online. President Biden is set to hit the campaign trail today. NPR's Mara Eliasson says he plans to visit Michigan. President Biden will attend an event with the United Auto Workers Union, which endorsed him last week. But he's having trouble with another important block of voters in Michigan, Arab-American voters. They're angry about Biden's support for Israel and its war with Hamas in Gaza. White House officials say the president did not consider domestic politics when he decided how to respond to the conflict in Gaza. They said Israel was attacked by Hamas on October 7th, and Hamas leaders say they plan to repeat those attacks again and again. But White House officials say although Israel has a right to defend itself, the president has also been pressing Israel to limit civilian casualties and stay within the bounds of humanitarian law as it attacks Hamas. Mara Liasson, NPR News. The World Health Organization has released new statistics. These highlight a, quote, striking inequity in the burden that cancer is imposing in low-income countries compared to wealthy ones. NPR's Nareet Eisenman has more. The statistics come from a biennial report produced by the WHO's Cancer Agency, and the data paint a particularly grim picture when it comes to breast cancer. Compared to women in wealthy countries, those in low-income nations are 50% less likely to be diagnosed with the disease, yet they face a much higher risk of dying from it because of late diagnoses and lack of access to treatment. The result? In the highest-income nations, an estimated 1 in 71 women die of breast cancer. In the lowest-income ones, one in 48 women die of it. A survey by the agency also found huge disparities in access to treatment for lung cancer. Officials are urging international donors and governments to ramp up investments aimed at addressing these gaps. Nareet Eisenman, NPR News. You're listening to NPR News from Washington. Leaders of the European Union have just agreed to send more aid to Ukraine. The package is worth more than $50 billion. This fresh tranche had been slowed down by Hungary, whose leader is close with Russia's president. The EU aid comes as the U.S. Congress has failed to approve new support for Ukraine. At a ceremony in Beijing this week, Chinese leader Xi Jinping accepted the diplomatic credentials of the Taliban's ambassador to China. But NPR's John Ruwich reports China has left it unclear whether the move amounts to full formal recognition of the Taliban government. 
So far, no country has openly given recognition to the Taliban since its takeover of Afghanistan in 2021. Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesman Wang Wenbin was asked about it at a news conference, and he skirted the question. He said it was, quote, a normal diplomatic arrangement for China to receive the interim government's new ambassador. He said China believes that Afghanistan should not be excluded from the international community. At the same time, he said China hopes Afghanistan can build an open and inclusive political structure, adopt moderate and prudent policies, firmly combat terrorist forces, and develop friendly relations with other countries. He said China believes diplomatic recognition will come naturally as various concerns are addressed. John Ruich, NPR News, Shanghai. A big storm is plowing into most of California today. There are flood watches and advisories in several counties. Weather forecasters are warning of the chance of flash flooding. There are also wind advisories posted today. Some wind gusts could reach tropical storm strength later today. I'm Corva Coleman, NPR News.